Chapter twenty three of Carpenter's Geographical Reader Asia by Frank Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Foreign Colonies in China. We have left the mainland of China and are now on the little island of Hong Kong at the mouth of the Pearl River, almost touching the coast. Most of its inhabitants are Chinese, but the island belongs to Great Britain, having been given up by the Chinese in eighteen forty one after a great war between the two nations it is one of several portions of territory which china has been forced to part with either forever or on long leases to certain other governments with which she has warred we saw something of one of these territories on our way from korea to china when we landed in manchuria at dalny or as the japanese call it Daren, and another during our visit to harbin in the northern part of that country the southern part of the leongchung peninsula in manchuria was leased to russia by china and when the japanese conquered the russians this land came to japan the city of dairen has many japanese stores and the great fortifications of port arthur are manned by japanese soldiers the japanese control the southern half of the railroad which runs north from dairen to mukden and on to Harbin, and the Russians have certain privileges in northern Manchuria and over the rest of that road. Crossing from Dairen to Chifu on the Shantung Peninsula, we can visit Weihiwe, another bit of territory leased to Great Britain, and sailing on around that peninsula, we reach Singchao on Kiaochao Bay, which was built up by the Germans, having been given to them in 1897 on a ninety-nine-year lease because of the killing of two of their missionaries at that time sing chow was only a poor fishing village and but few ships came into the bay it is now a fair-sized city with good buildings and modern improvements introduced by the germans it has wide streets and good stores great docks have been built on the bay and steamships are to be seen there at anchor a railroad has been constructed far back into the interior in nineteen fourteen tsing chow was captured by the japanese who had previously advised germany to withdraw so that the settlement could be returned to china another territory which china has lost to the foreigners is macau on a little peninsula south of hong kong this is a beautiful place belonging to the portuguese and it has been occupied by them for several hundred years it is one of the oldest foreign settlements in china but is of minor importance as to commerce and trade in addition to the places which belong to these great powers of europe and to japan there are certain sections or concessions at all of the chief ports where the foreigners dwell and to a great extent govern themselves and those chinese who dwell in the concessions in peking the legation quarter where the ambassadors and ministers live, has foreign soldiers to guard it. In Tianjin, the English, Russians, Germans, French, and Japanese have concessions, so that the place contains several little cities in addition to its many Chinese. And in Shanghai, a great, rich foreign settlement with fine streets, magnificent buildings, costly residences, and large hotels has grown up, the city has newspapers printed in german french english and chinese it has big stores filled with european goods 
and many banks and exporting houses its life is a gay one and the people have cricket golf and ball clubs and there are schools of all kinds there are similar concessions at hankow suchow canton and other cities but let us take a look at hong kong when the chinese gave it to england they probably thought it worth nothing it was all rocks and hills and its population comprised only two thousand poor fishermen the island is so small that we could walk around it in less than a day and it is composed of bleak and bare hills one of which is four thousand feet high and so steep that it is almost impossible to climb it except by the cog railroad or in chairs swung between poles which rest on the shoulders of half-naked chinamen nevertheless this little island is now one of the richest most populous and most important parts of the world it has a greater trade than any other city of asia more than twenty thousand vessels of one kind or other enter its harbor each year and the tonnage they represent compares favorably with that of new york or london moreover railroads are now building in all parts of china which will be connected with hong kong by its ferry to the mainland and its trade will grow greater and greater it has already large factories including cotton mills flour mills and sugar mills and shipbuilding yards it has magnificent buildings surrounding the harbor and great structures rising in terraces from street to street on the slopes of the hills the population of the city which is fast approaching a half million is composed largely of chinese but there are thousands of europeans and americans as well as a garrison of soldiers sent out by great britain most of the soldiers are europeans but some are sikhs from east india tall broad-shouldered black men who go about in odd uniforms with great turbans covering their heads there are also chinese and european policemen we land and take a ride through the city its name is victoria although it is usually spoken of as hong kong we are carried ashore in a sampan a little boat sculled by a woman with a baby tied to her back by a square of cloth inside which the little one lies its bare legs sticking out at the front the woman stands up and sways to and fro as she handles the oar which moves the boat onward there are hundreds of such boats in the harbor upon which people live and it is said that the boat population numbers forty five thousand nearly every boat has three or four children we are met at the docks by coolies with chairs they take us through the streets from terrace to terrace and finally leave us at the railroad station from where we can ride to the peak this is at the top of a hill eighteen hundred feet above the level of the harbor and we have a beautiful view we can see great steamers bearing the flags of all nations coming in and going out on their way to or from europe we can see our own ships which have come in from the philippines and an endless number of chinese junks with odd masts and sails it is the situation of the island and the harbor which makes hong kong so valuable to england it can be easily defended and it lies at the southern gateway of china where the ships from europe first come with their goods end of chapter twenty three